Welcome to the Two Buff Beards Podcast, brought to you by WebFit Nation. If you've ever hired a trainer, you know you pay big money for an hour of their time, spend time and money to get to your appointment, work out, go home, and repeat it all again next week. With WebFit, you can work out where and when it works well for you and your schedule. It's 100% tailored to, to your goals. You got workouts, meal plans, and even grocery lists. Go to www.webfitnation.com to learn more. What's up, man? How you doing, Kelvin? Man, it is good to be back again. Glad to do it, man. I'm glad to be here, too, man. I'm always excited to come on over to your place. Episode three of Two Buff Beards, man, and uh, we're just we're steadily rolling down the street, man. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. We're, <laughs> we're, tr- we're trucking along. We'll keep adding them in. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying these so far. I hope so. I hope so. And if, and if you got any questions or uh, got one of the things that you want us to answer on the, on the show, uh, feel free to contact us on Facebook. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Always up for suggestions. Always. Always up for suggestions so, and topics. So guess what, man? I, I read that uh, Amazon bought out Whole Foods. I saw that last week, man. I, you know, I got to say, I, I'm I'm Amazonian. I might as well be Amazonian. <laughs> I, I order so much you stuff off Amazon. We get Amazon packages. I'm not even exaggerating. Probably, probably average out two to three deliveries a week you use it a lot though a lot yeah i knew that i I ordered i ordered a a new watch off amazon did you really without so (laughs) so so you don't mind like not even looking at it or or trying it on or anything like you just no i'm all right that's cool man i love it dude i'm the same way i buy my clothes off amazon like sweats and stuff like that all the time i mean as long as you know your size like yeah (laughs) it's no big deal yeah yeah i mean some things that you you want to have in the store like if i was buying like some nice clothes maybe i want to you know I probably wouldn't buy like a suit on there or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that I buy on there. For Sometimes sure. they're impulse buys. It's too, almost too easy. Yeah. They're about to change the game, man. I, I really, I mean, I'm also like, I don't, I'm not, I don't have a backseat in what Amazon is doing, but. I mean, they've already caused havoc on so many other places like the Walmarts and the Targets and stuff yeah. like that. So just to think what they could possibly do in the grocery industry. When they've already you've already so, told me they've already have like the, the Amazon pantry yeah, Amazon as it pantry. is. We use it all the time. So and what? I mean you can get on a subscription so every however often you want, every week or every month, whatever it might be that you you're ordering it just automatically sends paper towels to your house. Yeah, like, we use it all the time. It's about to get crazy, man. Like I can just picture people now having their groceries delivered to them on their, on their doorstep, maybe at a time or that they specify or whatever. I mean, and I don't know. Yeah, no, for sure. I I don't know that it's going to go this way. Part of the reason I shop on Amazon not only is the convenience, but more often than not, I can find it for a cheaper price. Right, and if it's the same price. You know it, the convenience factor. Absolutely, I'm just willing to wait. But uh, you know, especially if you got Prime two days. Absolutely. But uh, if they can somehow get Whole the food, the price to come cheaper, down, right? Oh man. Because I, I mean, I love Whole Foods, but the prices are there are expensive. Yeah, they are. The they whole are. thing. Yeah. Uh, the you ever heard that Whole Foods should be called Whole Paycheck? <laughs> you got to spend your whole paycheck on your grocery bill. I believe it. But look, if they can find, but I, we know they can do it because they found a way to lower the prices of everything else. They're cutting out all the middlemen, right? So if they if they find a way to do that, you guarantee they're going to change the game. I mean, I even heard uh, I have a friend who lives in Austin, Texas, in in certain cities, and it might be coming here soon. Now that we got a warehouse down the road, um, certain cities where it's close to a hub, they have one hour deliveries. Really, one hour, dude. That's that's crazy. 
Like you could, it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, if it's something they obviously have to have it at that yeah. warehouse. Yeah. Talk about convenience, right? Like he ordered like, he ordered like a bunch of Gatorade. He just wanted to try it out. Yeah. And it just was it, at his house. It was a house in and out. Oh man. But yeah. I guess if you're not there for whatever reason, like if you decide you left and they come over, like they charge you a big, right, big right, time. Right, which, right, they should, right. Though. Yeah, they should. They should. I would just, I would just say that, I mean, it, they may can make grocery shopping easier for some people. You know what I mean? Uh, they may make it make us more, more lazy. I don't know. It, I guess it could go two different ways. You know what I mean? But I, I think that something's going to be done, and we're going to see something real soon. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely – they're definitely changing the game. I mean, it's not just food. I mean, they got they got just about every market you can imagine. Every yeah. retailer gets a little yeah. nervous when Amazon – Keeps it, I actually have the the owner's book. I have it in my reading list that I haven't. I use Goodreads, the app, to kind of track what books I'm gonna read next and stuff like that. I have his book in my thing. I just haven't got to it yet, mm. but I'm I'm probably gonna read it before this year is up. For Changing sure. the game. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, you know something I just ordered on there recently that's been all up in the news. Um, I bought a whole bunch of coconut oil. Which was like half the price is what it was at the store, by the way. I believe it. And probably a larger container too. Yeah, it's like the, the biggest <laughs> yeah. one you can buy yeah. for half the price that yeah. you get at yeah. the store. Yeah. But coconut oil has made some made some waves Ooh, here wait. as of late. Yeah, we got to talk about that. We got to man. <laughs> this is outrageous. So what what was the story that you saw in the news? So and I'm sure I'm not the only one. It, it it's. There's a new study uh-huh. from the American Heart Association, uh-huh. or it's not even a new study. That's that's completely inaccurate, right there. There's a new article. Right, they wrote a piece. Right, right. American Heart Association put out this new article um, about how coconut oil is not healthier and is in fact more detrimental to your health than coconut and vegetable. <laughs> I mean, uh, canola and vegetable and vegetable oils. oils. So. Um, what, what was your first thought when you first saw it? My first thought was, you know, I, I didn't believe it because I, I know what coconut right, oil does. Right, I right, know what it does. And right. I was like, well, how would they put this out? This is silly. Right. Like, why would they say something like that? And then doing a little bit of research in the article, um, all of their all of their s- statements that they're basing this off of are from studies and they they admit it in the article from the 1950s and 60s, which, as we know now, nutrition has come light years since then, and we realized what we were telling the public back in then the 50s, was totally 60s, false. 70s was 100% wrong, right? And all of these oils, like vegetable and canola and soybean oil, are actually, as we have told people to use them more. The heart disease has also gone up. <laughs> it's almost like the two have almost like have a direct correlation with one another. Right, right, it's, it's right, silly. So, right. Um, anyway, let, let what's your take on the whole thing? I know, I, I know, you could probably go into some more details. You're gonna go all Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah, we, we don't go Bill Nye the Science Tell Guy. Tell the people would, what they need to know. I would think that I mean, when you told me because I hadn't saw it right and and you showed it to me today and and I was I, I couldn't believe that people would actually even come out with something that was so disastrous i mean cuz now you put yourself in the in the shoes of the regular person and they could believe stuff oh, like that oh they are too cuz everyone's posting it on facebook right. they're like oh i've been using this <laughs> using for the last <laughs> right. 2 years and they're like oh my god this is why i'm so that. blah 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 yeah. yeah like so 
that's that was my first thought and then my my second one was this just let's use regu- regular logic right so like every other country that uses coconuts just coconuts right that, whether it's the oil or the fruit itself or whatever they have no issues mm-hmm. so 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 <laughs> all of a sudden is we the americans the only ones that suffer from having coconut oil that's 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 giving us all these heart problems like no right so like that that was my first take. I was like, that's just this don't even make logical sense, right? Like if you just can think about some something from somewhere else and just make it this common sense, it just tells you that it's false. You know what right. I mean? So it's crazy, man. Saturated fat does not cause heart problems. Satur exactly. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> Saturated fat does not cause heart problems, and it's been proven um, that that cholesterol that it may raise your total cholesterol. It's raising the good parts, right? Which are actually taking away the bad stuff, right? So, yes, your total number is higher, but they're not telling the whole story when they say that th- this is a detriment to your health. That's right. They're they're only giving you half the information. They're only giving you the information that they want you to hear. That's right. And it, not to mention cholesterol itself. It, you know, it's there's a lot of benefits to having. Yeah. You have to have some level of cholesterol. Yeah, that's how our hormonal structure is built on it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And, 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 Zach, I, I will always say this, right? Me and you talk about this all the time. People are only using this stuff in moderation. Nobody's going outside in the backyard and just having coconut oil just all day long, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, you could, from a caloric standpoint, if you're just pouring coconut oil, you can oil get yourself in some trouble. But just just the cal- calories, right? Like, but if you're just using it to cook with, you know, right. using it maybe in some salads and stuff like right. that, you're gonna be fine, yeah. right? There's no reason to even worry about this stuff because you're, you're not you're using it in moderation anyway. Mm-hmm. So I mean. When when calories are accounted for, most most of the time people are safe. Yeah, I mean, and I do this all the time. I'll, I'll take a recipe that I find online or wherever, and it, it might say vegetable oil, and I'll just use the exact same amounts, but I'll use coconut oil. Absolutely. And depending on what it is, if it's going to change the flavor, I'll you know, I'll use maybe some some uh, grass fed butter or some olive oil, but. Um, you can easily substitute those things, and I'm not. I'm not dumping it on everything. Not if at all. I was, then yes, it could be an issue. <laughs> Too much of any <laughs> For anybody. thing <laughs> is an issue. So, um, if you've been seeing this on Facebook, Twitter, Yahoo, I've seen it blown up all over the place. If you've seen it too, you can go ahead and disregard this. This is bad science. There's no legitimate studies to back any of their claims, so um, don't believe everything you read on the internet. And uh, you know, it, it definitely is in your own benefit to do your own research at times, or you can let us do it for you if it comes to the uh, health and fitness world. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So this brings me into my new point, right? Because I, I feel like this needs to be Segway. addressed, man. I, <laughs> this needs to be addressed. So I've mentioned this to you before: the average weight of americans nowadays has has gone up we both know that right yeah for now i think they started reporting it let's just talk about men for an example right the the in 1960 uh the average weight for uh men i mean for women was about 140 pounds right and now uh it's up to about 166 160 maybe almost 170 does it give an age range doesn't give an age range so maybe just all okay that's fine but that was the average weight for a male back in the day right so like that that now that's the average weight of a female today okay that's okay. that's so it's just that what what's it say for males 
for for men that was the so 140 pounds was men for in the 1960s um 140s wait no you got it mixed up you said women the average american male weighed 166 166 pounds Okay. In 1960. Okay, and now that's the average. Of now that's the women. average in 2010. That was reported to be the average for a woman okay. today. Okay. Okay. Now we're on the same page. That's an 18.5% increase. Wow. Why do you think that is going on? Um, I think it probably has a lot to do with the recommendations that some of these people, like the American Heart Association or the FDA, are kind of giving out poor information, and people assume that these folks know what they're talking about. Um, and, and sadly, it really, it, it does sadden me. And you and I have talked about this before. Like people are completely, they don't know what they don't know. They're, they're completely uneducated. Our society is completely uneducated on overall health and, um, nutrition specifically. I mean, even your general physician, like any of them without an ego will tell you they didn't learn anything about nutrition. They don't, they don't learn about nutrition in med school. They learn about medicine. Yeah, absolutely. So there's not a whole lot of preventative measures that they're giving people. Um, and then some of these claims come out, such as the oils or you know the old food pyramid, which has since been you know, taken back and restructured and everything. Um, I just think that people are misguided. Yeah. There needs to be a voice of someone who's giving... Um, accurate. Accurate yeah. information that's, you know... There's no agenda behind it except for to make people healthier. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, you know, man, I, I would say, I mean, I would say me and you were fortunate because we grew up in households where that w- they were pretty health conscious. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, for me. I really wasn't, man. I, I would say my uh, maybe they were somewhat conscious of trying to be, but I don't think they were educated on actually eating nutritious. I, I, I You know, sadly, I think most of that has just come – through my own research and gotcha. trial and error, just like everybody else has gotcha. to go through. Gotcha. Well, well in, in my case, like we didn't grow up eating a bunch of fast food. We didn't grow up. Yeah, eating. I mean, we didn't eat a lot of fast food and stuff, but I don't think that my family really had a good grasp on what was appropriate and what wasn't. They were just like the standard uh, American family. You know, gotcha. they, they want everyone to be healthy just because they care for their kids and each other. But Absolutely. They didn't really know what they were doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in in in, our, in my case, you know, we w- grew up in a very active household. You know what I mean. We we were working out. I was working out as a as a very young kid. You know what I mean. So I kind of had a, a a good grasp on health. And I look at some people that are even in my own family or or, or friends that I grew up with. They had kind of like the opposite situation. You know what I mean. They they were raised in families where they families their parents may have been busy or whatever, and life got in the way, so they ate out all the time. You yeah. know. They had fast food all the time. That pizza was like the norm. You know what I mean? The frozen meals were like something of, of second nature, you know? Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, I feel bad because the, that was the information that they that they gave. And so now we're just passing down those behaviors yep. over and over again, you know? And I just think that it, it really got us into trouble over time. And and me and you don't have the answer of why the average weight is is going up. Like, it's too, it's too much to un, 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 unfold. Like, it's too much to unpack, right? But... We, we can speculate that it has a lot to do with a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I think a lot of those behaviors, even if you are someone who wants to be healthier but you've just never been around people who are, when you're young, you're doing those things that were just normal at your household growing up. Maybe it's eating frozen dinners. Absolutely. And maybe it's eating out and whatever. Um, but you don't really see the effects of that 
that some people do earlier, but maybe it doesn't start catching up to you until you're a little bit older. Absolutely. Like, yes. I see it with my friends, and they they'll come to me and ask me questions like, "Man, I've gained X amount of pounds since, um, you know, five, four years ago. I've gained, you know, thirty pounds in the last four years, whatever it is." And um, it's interesting. I heard a study that the average American gains from the point that they're 25 for the rest of their life they gain an average an average of two pounds each year so if you start when you're 25 and you just go along that same path when you're 26 if you get on the scale one year later you make okay well you don't think much of it but i must just ate a lot this weekend and then it happens again and again and again and again and again you don't do nothing about it and then all of a sudden you're 50 pounds heavier and then you're like what the heck what am i supposed to do like now this is like a daunting task it's not just 10 15 you got you know a lot a lot yeah, of, a absolutely. lot of weight to do a lot of changes to be made absolutely and, and and that starts that whole perpetual cycle of of dieting you know what i mean like that's that kind of so you wouldn't you agree that we don't really don't have a, a weight loss issue because typically you know a lot of people that just go on diets after diet after diet and they're typically successful right they get they gain that weight that they talk you talking about yeah. right now they lose it then they gain it all back again you know it's like we have a perpetual cycle of just yeah. like gaining that weight we have a perpetual cycle of losing the weight yeah and yeah it's it's kind of crazy because I've even seen people who can when they put their mind to it, they actually lose weight pretty easily. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Like, pretty easily. Some yeah. people I've seen how, like, almost surprisingly, how quickly they can get to drop off. And then rather than just finding some comfortable medium where they can just, like, maintain, they just go back to their old ways, and then two years down the road, they're doing it all over again. Well, it, 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 we find ourselves, like, living in the extremes yeah. a lot. You know what I mean? So, like, either you're full-blown... I'm 100% on this diet that I'm on and no, you know, grind mode or I'm off and I'm ready to enjoy myself of all the fruits that I've missed when I was in this mode. You know what I mean? So it's like it's back and forth. Like nobody ever reaches, you know, a, a place of maintenance, you know, because, I mean, in my opinion, that's when the journey really starts. It's easy to lose weight. Everybody knows eat less, move more. That's not that's, that's not a secret. Right. So the, the the real hard part is how do I stay at this this manageable body fat level or manageable weight yeah no absolutely i i think it it again just comes down to learned behaviors and habits building sustainable habits and it just comes down to just um you know just finding things that you can moderate you know maybe you like to eat uh, ice cream. I know you're ice cream. You, Absolutely. That, that's your guilty that's my, pleasure. That's my thing right there. <laughs> that is my thing. But you don't eat a whole pint of it every time you sit down. You eat it in quantities that are reasonable. Absolutely. And you're a not, serving. A serving. And you've got to pay attention <laughs> to servings. Like, it's sneaky. You do. You do. Th those things are pretty calorie dense, so you got to watch out. You know, And that's, the, that's with any of your favorite foods. You know, the, uh, Obviously, a cookie does taste a whole lot better than a piece of fruit, but you got to be aware that, that that cookie is going to pack a lot more calories than that mm -hmm. strawberry. You know? Yeah, yeah. You just posted something the other day. That yeah. You posted a picture of 200 grams of strawberries yeah. Yeah. with 15 grams of carbs. That's right. And, you know... I put that in ice cream, and that's quickly, you know, over 400 calories. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just it's it's, a, it's something you got to watch out for. You it's, it's it's unavoidable. You're saying if you had 200 grams of ice cream, of course. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, yeah. But in the picture, I didn't count them, but it looked like it was a lot of strawberries. Oh, probably more than most people would want to eat at a sitting. Yeah, I mean, I was full when I got done. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it was it was totally enough for me to be satisfied. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's it's... I don't know the magic behind this physiological um, parts of this, but there is something to when you're eating something like fruit, you're not going to eat until you're so stuffed that you can't get off the couch. Mm-mm. Like there's something about it when you're done eating, you're serving a fruit, you're like, all right, I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't necessarily need to go back for more. Yeah. But when you're eating cookies or ice cream, you're like, it's nonstop. Oh, I'm going to go have more. It's nonstop. But it's like your body just knows that there's nutrients in it and you're like, you got what it needed. But then when you don't get any nutrients, it's just like, well, you fed me, but I didn't get anything out of yeah, that. They're yeah. just empty. <laughs> that's to- totally true, man. Totally true. And, and that's, that has probably had a lot to do with us eating from a physical standpoint or an emotional standpoint. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we turn to those cookies and, sh- and other stuff when we're feeling some different type of way. And we typically eat fruits and vegetables and stuff like that when we're, when we're doing the right things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it kind of all just depends on that, on that as well. A- another thing I wanted to talk about was do you think it has anything to do with the fact that um, we are more sedentary now than what we used to be. Yeah, you know, I definitely think that's a, s- certainly a big consideration. I don't feel like I'm that old, but then I talk to people who have kids now, and, like, they don't feel safe just letting their kids go run around the neighborhood. Right. And I'm talking about a, parts of the town that are that are pretty— You would expect to, you know, the safest part people. of the city right, right. of where we live. And uh, when I was a kid, like, I don't want to say like how some people did, like your parents kicked you out of the house and said, don't come back but until the sun comes down. But I was out running all over the neighborhood, riding my bike everywhere, going to a, play a pickup game of basketball, and then we go down here and do this other thing. And like, we were just running around all the time. And we had video games too when I was a kid, but I just think people don't feel safe letting their kids just let them go do their thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that they just... This, um, I think the world's just a different place and, you know, people don't feel safe with their kids just running around with who knows who's coming around and no one feels safe no matter where they are. But um, so I feel like that maybe contributes to it partially. Absolutely. I would agree. Um, yeah. I don't think video games are the culprit of it. No, I think people like to point. I think people like to point the blame at them. Yeah. You know what I mean, but yeah. that, I don't think that's the culprit either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then just, you know, people's jobs, there's more. There's more jobs that are automated and less manual labor and yeah. Um, but we don't do we don't have as many skilled jobs as we used to. Like you used to be the skilled jobs now are computers. And yeah, stuff. exactly. Yeah, and and so we don't have all the people, the mechanics and you know the labor workers and stuff like that that we used to. So obviously the job market has a lot to do with it as well. But you know what, man, I I think that a lot of it has. To, I mean, I'm not saying that sitting is bad, right? I'm not saying that sitting is bad because obviously some people have to sit for work. We're sitting not, right now. We're sitting right now, exactly. <laughs> so I don't th- I don't think sitting is bad, but I think that uh, uh, you being in a state of always uh, not moving can have possible detrimental benefits yeah. you know what i mean so like you you sit at home when you eat breakfast in the morning and then you get in your car you go to work you sit for an hour to get to work you get sit at your desk for eight hours you get done with that then i don't know if you you may go to the gym you may not go to the gym and then that may be the only physical activity you got all day but you go back home and then you sit on the couch and watch tv or eat or whatever so i mean that those are the things that i see that Maybe that can be in our control that we can maybe do some have some small changes too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. There's something to be said about you know hundreds of years ago, people they had to they had to be active. They had to go 
hunt and gather yeah. food yeah. and uh, resources. We walked more. S- everything that we do in our life. You go to the store and you got an abundance of food yeah. for, you know, everything that you could possibly want is right there. There's yeah. no sense of like going to search for it and it's actual work to get it. And then just moving around and just being on the go all day long, walking. Like, I think that it was, um, our, you know, our going back hundreds of thousands of years, I think that was that was how we were supposed to operate was moving around and being very mobile and just um, I, I don't think sitting is in our DNA. I don't think we were built to do that. Not for the periods that we do it today. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not for the periods that we do it today. Yeah. yeah I, not, not to say that it's terrible all the time, but yeah, not for the for the duration. I mean, literally, if we talk about the day that you just described, which is very normal. Yeah, it's normal. That's very normal. Yeah, absolutely. Just you got to go to work. That yeah. that is what it Those is. Those things you, you just can't change. Yeah, you can't change that. Right. So you get off work, you go home, you relax with your family, then you go to bed. You're probably actually standing if you add it up every time you walk to the bathroom or whatever. Hmm, maybe standing a total of 3, 4 hours. Maybe? Maybe. Maybe? On on the on the bright side think, of things? Yeah. Yeah, on the bright side of things. So I mean, that, 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 that's that's not a very big percentage of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, just the, the the and the reason why I brought that up was just to say that, you know, the the non-exercise activity that we get is is a lot lower, which just means that now we burn fewer calories throughout the day and since we eat more than we used to, eating right? more and we're moving less. Right. So now we start to get in that in that issue of of storing, you know, calories that we don't that we probably just shouldn't need. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I, that that was the only reason why I brought that and point up. And it's because we're using coconut oil. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I'm just playing. Sorry, I had to throw that, <laughs> you in throw that, that in was there. too easy. That was that you was a good one. Up. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was um, a very good one. <laughs> um, no, but I think you're right. I think just you know one way we can maybe start to make some sort of change. Yeah. And, how, how do we move the needle? And I on actually this? Um, have said this a lot to people, and I'll give um, I'll give my fiance a lot of credit. She she she'll have certain days at work. She works at a hospital, but she works in multiple different departments, just depending on the day. And some days, she literally sits at a desk all day long because she'll be like the secretary for that department for the day or whatever it is. And she knows. She's like, I am literally going to sit down for 12 hours today. And she knows that uh, she, she she feels better when she moves. She knows she needs to. And I challenged her one day to like walk up and down the stairs a couple times during a break. And she, I was like, you know, other people, are, you get two 15-minute breaks in the day, and then you get like a 30-minute or, or an hour lunch. I don't know what it is. But, you know, other people are going outside to smoke cigarettes. That could be another issue. But um, she doesn't smoke cigarettes. So why, why don't you do go up and down the stairs a few times? I didn't think she would do it. But, but, but she, she actually did. does it fairly often. She did. She'll, and she works, you know, depending on the day. But someday she'll work up on like the seventh floor, and she'll do – four or five trips up and down the steps absolutely and then she'll like purposely park her car a little bit further absolutely. sometimes uh where she works she has to take a shuttle bus there's so many people at the hospital they have park like a mile away and they shuttle people too and in the morning i understand you're busy you're you got on a very strict schedule she'll get on the bus too but afterwards when she's got nowhere to be she'll walk she's done it before she'll rather than just sitting on a bench again sitting waiting for the bus to come and then sitting on the bus and driving her to her car, she just puts her headphones in and 
listens to her music and walks to her car. Dude, makes it, it, it's, it, it makes all the difference. It can make all the difference. Yeah. I mean, you know, like when you, when you really talk about, because you're not really going to, let's just admit, you're not going to really burn a ton of calories exercising all the time. You know what I mean? Unless no. unless your performance level is through the roof, like a, like you or someone that's in, that's in very, very good shape, right? You're not burning through a ton of calories through, yeah. at the gym. Your best bet in terms of burning as many calories as you possibly can throughout the day to, to maintain a good healthy body weight is to move throughout the day. Yeah. That's that, that, that's just that's it. Walking really does add up. To, it does. It does. Like if you went on a 30 minute walk, you probably burn I'm I'm guessing here 200 250 I, I would calories. Agree. I would agree with that. I would in agree 30 with minutes. That. I would agree with that. And so if you if you're doing more movement throughout the day, then that's it. But for the let's let's talk about for the people that may not be have the access to stairs or or whatever, right? Yeah. I would say for that person, um, they may want to take their phone call standing up, or or set their timer every now and then to get up out their chair and, and just move a little bit. Mm-hmm. They, even even if they just move and fidget or, or store papers or whatever, it doesn't matter as long yeah. as they're doing something, right? Yeah. It's better than nothing. better than just sitting in that same spot all day long. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I was, uh, I, I didn't really track it that closely. I don't have like a Fitbit or anything, some sort of tracker that way. But I had one on my phone, and I don't know how accurate it is, but it's a way to gauge it. Um, I would just carry my phone when I went on walks. Last summer, I went on a walk, you know, probably four or five times a week. Um, I was trying to get ready for my weightlifting competition, so you know, the calories in, calories out, every little bit added up, and I needed to get down to a certain weight, and. You know, it, it did. It really did add up pretty quickly, um, you know, going through those short little walks. And if you just do those short little ones throughout the day, whether it's parking your car at the back of the parking lot on purpose, just voluntarily doing a task like putting papers away that maybe if it was going to be otherwise you were just going to sit at your desk, it really does add up over time. It and does. People underestimate all it, those they things. They do. They, they really underestimate the the, the, mi- the minutia that they can be doing to add up to those calories being burned. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So my my last one is so what do we do about the children? I mean, so like how, how do we how do we start to infect kids at a younger age so now they have better habits, you know, growing up so they they're not having these, you know, getting in and out of these diets and becoming having this sedentary lifestyle where they're not moving at all. So how do we how do we now combat that? Um you know, I think it's it's again about building habits and I think just having kids um, you know, just getting them used to eating healthy things. And it doesn't, it's not to say that it has to be anything extravagant. You're not going to be having your kid eat kale shakes or anything. Like, they're yeah. probably not going to do that right. if you made them. <laughs> um, you know, and don't, and have positive reinforcement. You know, say you could stay up an extra 10 minutes, you have an extra uh, helping of salad. Mm-hmm. You know, give them some sort of reward. And then, you know, and then also say, all right, well, maybe you can't have this dessert until you also eat these um, strawberries or something. Like, you can have the chocolate, but you also have to have the strawberry. You know, just so they kind of are getting nutrients in their bodies and they, they realize, like, at an early age, like, this stuff is important, even though they may not understand why. They're, they see when their parents um, put some weight on these things, they're making it a priority. So I think just little things like that, little bits here and there can kind of add up over time. And they'll see, like, if parents are setting good examples, 
to at least make an effort for their health and nutrition that the kids will pick up on that over time and as they get older they'll be more conscientious of it as well yeah um i actually heard a really good one the other day one of my clients said that her, her son's like 12 and um she wants him to you know build habits as he's getting older and everything and especially in an age like that where you're growing like crazy and um she didn't make it any sort of reward or any sort of punishment one way or the other she just made a little competition for him and his friend his friend stays with them the whole summer long while his mom works and he's at school she said all right i'm gonna have a point system here and every time you guys try a new fruit or vegetable then you know you get a point and then they just she didn't even really set it up as some sort of prize she just kind of set up they just set it up as a game a competition and then the boys just kind of you know picked up on it quick and they wanted to beat the other person and they both just kind of fed off of it and she said she was really surprised it ended up being a lot of fun for him and she said both of the kids ended up finding things that they liked that they had never tried before so um she said they started that last summer and they did it again this summer while his friends with them all day long and she said it, it really does make a big difference. It's pretty pretty cool. So I, I actually love every point that you made. I'm not going to even touch on them. I actually just want to bring up a, maybe a, a slightly bit different one. And that's to, I'm, I'm going to rattle the cage a little bit here. So don't, okay. don't, so don't get angry with me. And I then, like it when you rattle the and cage. I don't have kids, so I can't say that this is right or wrong. But I'm going to say that why do, why do we have to have every celebration around food? Yeah. Right? So, and, and, and the reason why I say this is because that stays with you as you get older. For sure. Right? So, like, for instance, a friend will say, hey, you want to meet up and go uh, and so we can see each other, hang out or whatever. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And you know what the first place they're going to tell me? A food joint. Oh, of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> so not going to be like, oh, let's go to this park and meet up. And yeah, let's take a walk. Or, right. <laughs> you know? Or, anytime that there's, like, you, your friend calls you, like, hey, we need to talk or whatever, get something off my chest, it's like, they're going to get food, or it, it even if they just ate. Absolutely, every time. absolutely, and 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 that's the one thing that I think that starts as we as we're kids. Because guess what? Everything that that's that great that happens ends with some type of food, right? And I get it. There's like a there's you know there's a lot of culture behind it. Of course, it, of course, like, it brings people together. Of course, like, you know. Again, going back to you know hundreds of thousands of years of ago. People surrounded by food. That's what brings of them course, together. Of course. But in modern day age, I don't think it's a necessity. We don't have to do it, right? Yeah. And, and, the, and let's, let's say the choices that you choose for that food may can be a little bit better than what you, you know, what you had planned, right? So, or what you would, grew up eating or whatever. So it's like the celebration or something always has to be like the worst possible. Oh, man. Listen, <laughs> hey, the whole menu, the, the, everything on the menu is just like high calorie. You know? And then so we get older and we still having those same habits all the time. And it just repeats itself over and over again. And I get it. I mean, you want birthday cake. That that that's fine. But you don't have to have birthday cake, ice cream, cookies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your whole day is filled with nothing but but empty calories. And as we get older, we do the same exact thing. Th those habits stay with you over time. You know what I mean? And so you get used to that the overeating, feeling bad. Then I'm gonna overexercise. Well, now, now I need to overeat again. You know what I mean? So you get yeah, used to that. Yeah, and it's like even after you have your meal, just say you do celebrate. You know, you got family coming over, and you're like, "Oh, we're gonna all have dinner together." Well, that's fine. And maybe you have like your favorite meal that you guys all grew up with together. And again, that's not a huge deal. But then it's like, just because we're together, well, we gotta go out and get ice cream now. <laughs> we gotta go do like 
Well, we don't really have to. Like, right. I'm pretty full already. Right. I already ate twice as much as I normally. Oh, would. but oh, but I can make some room. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what you normally hear, yeah. right? I can make some room for that. Yeah, it's it's that's where we are, man. But hopefully, we can get a hold on this thing, man, and uh, we can start to see that the, the times change a little bit. Yeah, hopefully you're right. Hopefully, people start realizing more and more that. What your grandma was saying, you are what you eat, actually does hold some truth, <laughs> does hold some weight. Um, I mean, literally all of the cell, every single cell in your body is being fueled off the, the nutrients you're putting into it or lack thereof. So absolutely, absolutely. Keep that in mind. Well, I got, I got something for the people. Now, if, if, if you have an idea as to why we are in this, in this, in this time, point in time where our average weight is, is steadily increasing, and if, if you have any ideas as to how we can change it and, and or why you think it's happening, we would love to hear from you Yeah, uh, via Facebook or Instagram or just hit us up and we would love email us either one. Um, we would love to hear your thoughts and uh, see what you think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, for those people listening who may or may not be aware of where to find us, where I mean, could people where could they find you on uh, Facebook, Instagram? So, so Facebook and Instagram, they can find me at Country Muscle or and or WebFit Nation. Okay, all right, all right, yeah. So send send those uh, ideas or just start up some conversation on the Facebook page. Again, it's WebFit Nation on Facebook at Country Muscle on Instagram, and I am at Complete Underscore Optimization. Also on uh, Facebook, um, you, you can find us both at the same spot, WebFit Nation. So let us know what you guys think. Love to hear what you guys have to say. Appreciate y'all listening again, and uh, that'll wrap it up. Have a good day. Have a good one.